the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. Folks, hey, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to Audrey Nation and Stoven rocking out the radio for about an hour. Trying to keep you off-roaders in line, figuring out what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and where you should be and where you should go. Thanks to Alpha Site Logistics, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, Hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Why is that important to you? Well, if you're going to go out and hold an event, maybe an anniversary, a birthday party, a charity event, you want to have equipment that the county and the BLM will accept, and that's what you do. 760-352-8383. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. They'll appreciate it. Might even get a discount. Just got to beat them up a little bit. All right, guys, what's kicking? Other than Crash Clyde Cup has done it again. Uh, that wasn't my fault I got rear-ended. I just am experiencing It's just you got the, a cute butt. The guy just couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. How fast was he going? Um, I, I mean, you were parked. I was parked. I think he was reading the Jeep uh, rap, Dirt Talk Radio, oh, because he, he so literally enthralled. squared his car up on my Jeep and slammed into car the was back it? of it. Little Nissan 350Z. Oh, you had to destroy the thing, then. Oh, the whole front. It the bumper, core, like the center of the bumper, veed in and popped back out, and so you could hardly see the damage. But the lady was like, "No, his whole bumper crushed <laughs> in because there was a lady and a gentleman standing right next to us in the car next to that." Yeah. So. Well, other than that, what's going on with the wonderful world of off road? There's huh? some uh, legislative stuff going on. You don't have any cover. paperwork. I, I remembered we, it. Today. You can't even talk. You don't it's, have any. No, I can't. Your, your memory week. is <laughs> terrible. So there's some important legislative uh, stuff going on. And then Audrey and I went up to Sacramento on oh, Tuesday yeah. for yeah. the uh, safety the safety summit. summit. And there's a lot going on there. That, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. And you guys got there's married. That. It's going to be a wonderful show. Uh, I don't know about that, but Audrey's <laughs> got a wonderful husband. She can't afford you. <laughs> Well, you can't afford her. KT is a great guy. He's yeah. lucky to have her. I know. I just give it. You um, know what? So on the legislative front, the bill we've been tracking this year, AB twenty one fifty two, which will allow combined use to increase to ten miles in the Needles area, was signed by the governor a couple of days ago. 
So, so is that a good thing? That's, that's good. a fabulous thing. Because you never know coming out of the state of California. Well, one of my favorite places to camp is right there, Pirate Cove Resort in Needles. It's on the Colorado River. You You've can been there? you can be on the river and you can be jump in your dirt bike, your side by side, and you there are several trails right there. Um, wow. right out of Pirate Cove Resort, you do have to go down and, and hit part of either the highway that's right there, um, or there's like one side road that goes down and through both of those are now be considered combined use that you can legally wow. be on your your side by side and hit the highway and go down um you have to have uh brake lights you have to have uh side mirrors um and and basically street legal it has to be street legal basically um but it you can't do it at night so you are not allowed on the highway at night at all, period. Headlights so, or no headlights. He- does not matter. They don't want side-by-sides on the freeway or the highway in the, once Probably the sun is thing. set. Um, so no dirt bikes, no quads, no side-by-sides. I didn't know that in that rule. I read the whole AB 2152. Well, so it was Assembly Bill 2152. They got to you know, have a little kink in there somewhere. So yes. they basically made it so that the... Agencies can extend it from three miles to ten miles, so people can drive into town to get services. Gotcha. Yeah. Fuel, food during the day. Mechanical during uh, the day. Lodging. Sunrise to sunset. Um, you can get in, and which and but it's you're supposed to be going between trailheads, so you're not. It, it, yes, you can go into town to get what supplies. services and supplies that you need, but you are supposed to be on your way from one trailhead to another gotcha. trailhead. Um, and and that's basically how it's supposed to work and be in and out of. But it's supposed to be the highly regulated. Access. I might add thirty seven thousand police officers with big case. So no, we're ha- the governor signed that, and we're happy about it. We are very happy. We, We've did you both been dropped to the floor. And well, yelled hallelujah. We, we Ed think- and I started on a project. Um, Ed Ed is heading it. We started on a project. I don't know, two and a half years ago, I think, for Akatia Wells State Park. There's been lots of issues off of Split Mountain Road. Um, a lot of people like to go to Desert Woods Akatia RV store to go get supplies, and you drive down the side of the road, and that's illegal. It's 100 percent illegal in Akatia Wells for you to do that. Right. But it doesn't it there's a little road right there. It looks like it's inviting you yeah. don't it has it, a dirt it, shoulder. It, it looks like it is made People for your side by side or your dirt bike to be right. able to just go right Except along for the, the road. 87,000 cops standing there waiting for you to get on that road. I've seen our, our get, new IRS agents to there. come after us to yeah, make sure that we too. paid your taxes for yeah. your side by side. Oh, that's not a problem. They're not going to bother you. You make less than 175,000. <laughs> yeah. 125, I think. Yeah, let me know how that works out. It's not very well. Yeah. Not very well. But um, so we we started that a while ago where hopefully we can get Split Mountain Road. And Split Mountain Road has several different trails that you could be going to um, on the outer part of it where the dry lake bed is. You could be going into Anza Borrego, into Fish Creek. You could be headed back over into Ocotillo Wells. And to get that into being a combined use area. So the fact that this one didn't get flack it didn't get feedback it didn't get changed or amended through and they allowed it to happen to and it's supposed to you know economically boost the city of needles and and bring tourism to it and and help i'm hoping that they will look Mm -hmm. at other areas around and do the same thing why do Um, i feel skeptical why do i feel like there's something else i mean they're doing this to do something else i mean is it just me I mean, I get that, but the city of Needles—it's—it's it's not like a thriving metropolis, 
and they need help to keep their economy going. And this is just a little bump for them. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. really see a big downside. Why? So well, trust me, I'm I'm thrilled. You know, when it happens, I really am. Maybe, you know, the state of California is starting to really look at their their voters and saying, you know what, there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of off roading that really don't like us. <laughs> Maybe we ought to fix it. Maybe. So, so this bill passed, and we're we're happy about it. Yeah. Um, there's another bill that they're working on that uh, is more problematic. So Which one's that? That's uh, SB 894. That's the red sticker bill for I racing motorcycles. I knew you were going to bring that up. It got amended at the last second. Is that good or bad? It's bad. In this case, it's bad. What they amended to? They, you can't have tires? All they did was they, they pushed the date of it up, up to 2027. Five so they years. didn't start until 2027. So what happens between now and 2027? Uh, you know, you just put your arms up like... I don't know. Is that what no, they did? No racing, motor, no racing competition dirt bike motorcycles will be allowed to get a pink slip because there's no category you can't for register a red them until sticker. 2027. You can't, can't register it. You can't get a red sticker for it. How does that work? Well, did you, it, ever get a, did you get a chance to actually say, excuse me, like if you go buy an electric car, which you want us to do, but you won't let me register it, how does that work? Did you have a chance to bring? See, so you got to start so bringing. You, you me. know why this happened? It's because of the de- the Department of Motor Vehicles brought this. It it wasn't any of the other nefarious right. people and why well, DMV? Places. They don't have enough to do. Well, they're getting a new computer system, and it's going to take them a while. And I'm not saying this is good or or justified, but they said that they're getting a new, a whole new system. And, you know, there's a lot of DMV offices. It's a big government agency. Yeah. No, I, I, there's I, a lot of, I mean, can you imagine, you, you seen the book you, that they you, look in? Could you imagine the if things? the military said, oh, we're upgrading our computers, but it's going to take us four years for oh, the yeah, military so to, to upgrade. To so we can't go so to war. Yourself. We can't do anything for four years. So behavior, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever that the DMV okay, wouldn't be able so to if, handle. If that was your employee, would you I, keep them on board or would you no, fire them? I would fire Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I'm already upset. (laughs) Racer Radio FM 961 Dirt Radio. Dirt Radio. Racer. You guys look at the back of your Jeep. STORC Dirt Radio radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, it's STORC Dirt Radio. And guess what, mate? Wayne Miller is the sponsor. Tires, wheels, alignment, brakes, shocks. Yeah, did you hear all that? They do services too. Plus, any tire from 10 inch up to a million, they'll be able to fix you up. Whether you have a golf cart, go kart, off-road vehicle, passenger car, truck, semi, it doesn't make any difference. You got a D3 tractor That's on your right. construction Wayne's site. Got they got tires got all over the place, and if he can't find them, nobody can. So yeah. give him a call, 619-596-2800. Ask if, if you can park in Audrey's private parking spot when you go. <laughs> all right, so you're in Sacramento. One was happy, one was not. What else did you guys, you know, do? 
So on Tuesday, we attended the OHV Safety Summit, which was hosted by California State Parks, as well as California Outdoor Off-Road Recreation Foundation, CORF, um, which is a newer one. Uh, They are working with state parks to promote and provide additional education and safety training and ensure that we have that out there. Was there any Um, other group up there besides SDORC? There were several groups up there. Uh, I don't have my form with me. I want to say there there was at least 15 different groups. But you knew all these people. And there was lots of agencies. No. I myself have been on the board of San Diego Off-Road Coalition. I've been active in the outdoor industry. I want to say that I am knowledgeable in regards to the different foundations, the different opportunities that are out there. So you um, met a lot of new people. I met new people. I met new um, industry partners. I met training representatives. There is a recreational um, off-road vehicle foundation, um, ROF. Recreational Off-Road Vehicle Foundation, Juan Villagargas, he he is an actual certified trainer that works with state parks and goes out. It is a federal law for ATVs. So on the on your quad, on which is actually just limited to Honda. Honda is the only one that calls it, a, uh, and, and it's named a quad. Everything else, a four-wheeler, it's an ATV or a UTV, all-terrain vehicle. So he actually does ATV training. It's a federal law that you have to have training when you're on an ATV. Um, And so that is actually provided at different state parks. I have been on the, I did not know Recreational Off-Road Vehicle Foundation was, a great interview. Was, uh, yeah, I I didn't know that they existed. I didn't Mm. know that he provided training. I didn't know that he attends different state parks and provides training. I looked at Ocotillo Wells and said, so where's your training? When's your training? And so they have scheduled classes. Um, Do they of it. have? Ocadia Wells has training? They have scheduled classes of it, but people don't show. It's a voluntary, and everything that I took away from that meeting is that it is a voluntary class. It is a voluntary for you to attend. It's voluntary for you to do the online portion of it, which is like How a, stupid a two is hour that? class. And then you can go on and do boots on the ground at the actual. Um, park where they will teach you with the vehicle so you get that training and you get that certification Um, my idea I have the most controversial nobody came out with the same idea as me um, and I want mandatory well and you know Um, what you can do to entice people okay leave it voluntary you know if that's the way the game they want to play let them play the game but Brought to you by S-D-O-R-C, Dirt Radio. If you volunteer and take the course and go through all the program and then submit to us your certificate of completion, we'll have a drawing for something really bad to the bone. It could be a quad. It could be a motorcycle. It could be whatever it can be. Because once, because if you don't give them a reason to do it, well, that's the whole, and safety is not the answer. No. My, my whole thing is, okay, so... Excuse me. You've heard of um, okay. I was I was born and raised out in the fields hunting. I'm a hunter gatherer naturalist. Mm-hmm. I, from the time that I could walk, I've had a gun in my hand. Uh, with the I walk in the fields in El Centro uh, with my dad, whether it be pheasants, dove, duck, whether we were deer hunting, it didn't matter. You get a different tag for each one of those right. animals that you're right. going to go after. You have to have. But that's you, mandatory. You, 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 it's mandatory. You have to go through a training course to ensure that mandatory. you know, which is mandatory. Okay. Same thing with fishing. You get a fisher's license. You want to go out on the ocean. 
option. You got lobster tag. You got this tag. You got tuna tag. So did you bring so you, all this up? I did. And so said, I want I want a mandatory off-roaders card. They liked it. They like my off-roaders card. They don't like it mandatory. Nobody likes mandatory. That's my big controversial well, thing. You can't get uh, a fish. You can't go fishing without a mandatory license. Who's going to regulate it? What agency is going to be in charge of it? I think they all should be in charge of it. My husband doesn't like the fact that that you have to have it on a card. He was thinking a sticker on the helmet or something along those that can be visible so they don't have a reason to pull you over to no, ask you for it. Put it on the vehicle because you, you might change you, your helmet. Right. And yeah. so you might. But, but here's my thing. I want an off-roader's card. I want it mandatory yes. that you have it on there. I want a stamp or a tag or whatever you want to call it for each type of vehicle. So you know how to ride a three-wheeler? Badass. You know how to ride the quad? You know how to be on a dirt bike? You know how to ride a side-by-side or a four-by-four? You know how to go into low range? Okay, all of those need to be tags. Then I want it to where you have um, the the environment that you're in. You know how to drive in the snow. You know how to drive in the sand. You know how to drive in mud. You know how to drive in the rain. You know how to drive in, you know, you can handle that type of environment. You've been trained. You know how the vehicle is going to operate, how it's going to react. I want that to go on the vote well, on the off-roaders card. I don't card. think they should be able to ticket you with I mean, if you're going to come up and give me a ticket on something I've done wrong out in the out in the desert, you can't ticket me until you make it mandatory that I take a course. Then you can ticket me. That's like you went to driving school, right? You got your driver's license, and that's what go we're ninety miles with an hour on the freeway, and you'll get a ticket. The majority of enforcement out there. They don't want to provide you a ticket. And, and that's what I took away from all of the enforcement. They want you to be out there to have a good time. They're out there to, to provide support to you, but they want you to be out there having a good time. So when they see issues or infractions, they said 75% of the time, if you are respectful to them and have that conversation with them and you're willing to be, they want to respect you having a good time too. They're going to educate you in regards to what you were doing wrong, make sure that you are aware of it, and send you on your way. Then if you get caught again, then they're going to give you a ticket. And I'm having an issue with that right now. There's Me so too. many newbies right now that I uh. said, you know, I don't think that we should do that. We've had such a horrible eight months. Can we take the next six months and yeah. then the beginning of this season and you know what? Everybody can come down on me. I'm going to be the black sheep. I'm the controversial yeah. one. That's okay. Everybody, people love to hate me. People love to love me. It's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm not here to make friends. I'm no, here to make to save lives. It, I'm here to save lives and make things better out there to make sure that we're all making it home to our families after having a good weekend. Okay, so they like the idea. They're just not going to implement it. Uh, it's going to take a little bit. What I want, and because how is it going to be regulated? Who's going to be paying for it? Everything, you know, how is the finances going to be be trod of? So it both. Voter's card is a four-hour class online. I think it's a two- to four-hour class. I forget. Pretty sure it's a four-hour class online. It's $10. So okay. I want you to get a $10 off-roaders card for you to go wheeling, maybe a $5 stamp for each one of your vehicles because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be outrageously expensive. I'm not trying yeah. to price anybody no, out no, of this. No, that's you not know? the point. Exactly. I want everybody to have a good time. I just want them to be aware of their surroundings, where they're going, and how to operate their vehicle right. correctly agree. and responsibly. Okay, and so they were happy with that. They're just, but it's still, an, it'll be, it's, it's, it's going to be progress. something, a work in progress. It's exactly. a work in progress. This was the first. This was the very first one. This was to get ideas. This is to move forward. This is okay. Did they say you weren't now allowed we're to come back to, to Sacramento? Because <laughs> you could be a pain in the butt, you know. We're, we're sorry to say, and I, Audrey. And I'm we see her I name one more, more than I expected to. Oh, please, <laughs> quick! Let me get my feet off the ground. My shoes are filling up with you know what. So, Dave, yeah. um, Audrey got up and 
you know, different people got up and talked about different aspects. Who talked the longest? I don't know. But it was Audrey. Audrey got up there and, and talked about um, her idea of mandatory training. And um, a couple of days ago, uh, Amy Granite, the Corva's executive director, called, and we had a little talk. And she said, "You know, Audrey was really brave to stand up and say what she said." And Nobody wants really, mandatory. Even the Rangers, no, none, none of the Rangers, even the Ranger, even enforcement, the law enforcement agency that was there. You have all the different. Does this make a- any sense to you, to or there. am I the only one? They all. It's all voluntary. But does it make sense to you, or is it just me? Well, it's a hard oh. sell. To our our people, but, like when you, like us, we, you know, we have a a group of people that are our members and our supporters, and the same with the other groups. And it's a hard sell for this mandatory. See, I don't, stuff. I don't understand the, that the people that belong to clubs and our, mm-hmm. our groups, they're the responsible ones. They are not doing stuff wrong for the most part, and yeah. they don't want to be told they have to go to class when they already know what they're doing. But yeah. we all want to capture these other people that are outside of our groups. Who are out there going kind of nuts? They're new to the sport, and and those are the people we want to capture. So how do we get them? Right, and and, and Audrey's right. The only way to get them is to get everybody. Yeah, yeah. and well, I mean, and, and I want everybody. I want it from the five year old riding the fifty yes. to or the single cart that needs to be tied to an adult that is responsible for the child. Uh, anybody under the age of eighteen has to be tied to an adult um, responsible. Right card so that there's the liability is out there um is it a lot of work yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work but it could but save it, lives but you can't tell me for that there's but yeah that anyone 17 and under has to be trained or mm-hmm. else be with an adult so you can't tell me that there's not already a format I out there know. you can't tell me that but you can't just copy the borders boaters card you can't just copy a hunter's license in that format right. and have it tied to the and same if you do get caught doing that you're you know. in serious trouble yeah exactly um, my other, I have another big one that yeah. nobody, I mean, Wanted nobody, not even my husband, nobody wants to touch it with a 10-foot pole, wanna, and how dare you wanna, you wanna I You want to take even... a quick break and come back with it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, you, in the box, hit the button. This is S-T-O-R-C <laughs> Dirt Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961-AM-1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Turn the Page. PRMI Mortgage, Chris Wiley. A guy, rascal's born and raised here in San Diego, so he knows everything there is to know about mortgages, financing, refinancing, uh, reverse, like I said, reverse mortgages. You're in the military, you can get a house for a buck. That's true. He will tell you anything and everything you need to know. 619-722-1303. Lives in Alpine, but will go anywhere. PRMI Mortgage. Check him out and tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. Yep. Where's your paperwork? So, I sent you paperwork. I you did send me paperwork. $6 a page. <laughs> Uh, I have your paperwork. I will have it for you next weekend. We got four new sponsors, but I'm going to wait until checks come, and then I'll have them in on for for you to be added in. in Ed do all that? I did that. That's right. (laughs) By the way, order Ed some more business cards because he's out. 
Yeah. All right. So what was the other thing you did to kick butt and take names in Sacramento that you're not allowed to come back? Um, so I ha- so we're up at the OHV Safety Summit in Sacramento with California State Parks. Um, you have the Bureau of Land Management. You've got the Forest Service on site. You've got industry partners on site, manufacturers. You've got a lobbyist there. Um, you have several other clubs and organizations that all so fight all to protect our rights. So the who of the who is there, and we're in talking. And those that couldn't be there, they're up on Zoom. And we've got, you know, 43 people on Zoom that were attending the meeting, let alone the the 35 or 45 of us that were in the room. So, I mean, it's a big group of, of industry leaders and, and state parks and Bureau of Land Management and Forest Service. And so we're all talking. And as, the, you know, I... I was the only one, uh, at, even as it continued on, I kept hearing voluntary, voluntary, voluntary. So I'm the one saying mandatory. And with that mandatory, and I, and I know this is where the biggest flack is going to be. This is where the biggest pushback is going to be. So I want that mandatory. This is the one nobody wanted to talk about. So I want that mandatory off-roaders card. And along with that mandatory off-roaders card that you're going to have to get, and you're going to have to get a stamp for each type of vehicle that you are familiar with because... I, I can say I have a friend who's been riding motorcycles for 40 plus years. She's amazing. She knows how to ride her dirt bike. She can get down. She's been in the desert for decades. She rides quads. She rides um, buggies. You name it. She got into a Can-Am that she rented for the day, was out less than five minutes, went up onto the top of a mud hill and just slowly set it right down onto its side. And as she set it down onto her onto its side with three other people in the side by side with her, in such a slow motion, just little set over that she thought she could just stick her arm out and hold it up so that this, the car, this, you know, 3,000 pound car is not going to just set, you know, down. She can just hold it up with her one arm that she sticks out. No, she got a little bit of damage to her arm. Thank goodness she had the extra rental insurance for it and she paid the high dollar insurance because it was covered. But had she not done that, you know, and had somebody else gotten injured in, who then is responsible and liable? Because is it is it mandatory to have insurance when you go off roading? Is it mandatory for you to have via your your side by side insured? Did you finance it? If you financed it, you might have to have liability insurance. But, but I, may, I paid but outright for my quad. I paid outright for my my buggy. I paid outright for my. So you don't have I, to have insurance. I don't have if you to have insurance to. if I don't want to. So that's another issue that's that's going out there. And I hate to say this because I'm not trying to price people out of going to the desert. I want families to get out there well, and to have a good time. How much is it going to cost? But at the same time, I want those irresponsible jackholes that are out there that are just they think that it's a lawlessness. They think going out to the desert, this is no, it's not 1999 anymore. It's not like how it was out in Glamis when you had to deal with the cartels and and everything else. It's not like that anymore. Now I'm really sorry to say, but I want that mandatory off-roaders card. I want general liability insurance. Not not necessarily for you to get car insurance because it's very difficult to get yeah. your dirt bike insured. It's very d- difficult to get your quad or your side-by-side insured, and it's really expensive. I understand that. I don't think general liability insurance is as expensive, but it is still expensive. You're well, still I, looking you at a couple grand to, a year. But if you run into somebody... And cause them to go to the say airlift it out, go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You don't if you thought it was expensive to have liability. Now go see what it's going to cost you. Exactly. Okay, let's talk to Grumpy. What do you think of that? 
All right, never mind. He's got his head down over here. He's with my husband. I'm pricing people out of the desert. No, I, you're that, not. That young 15-year-old that wants to get on his dirt bike whose parents have never gone to the desert before, how am I going to make him responsible to throw and and, and do well, that? But in all honesty, if he's got a job and he's got what he has, I, I hate to say it, but I want him to have that little bit of extra. That means I'm going to help limit the the uh, reckless, um, ignorant, and, and arrogant people that just go out the to pedal to the metal and and go race through which don't don't get me wrong that's you know i love going out there and doing that that's part of the fun but i am responsible i know my limits i don't do it around other people and i don't think people out there know that and how do we address it i don't know if uh liability for off-road vehicles would be expensive i i don't think it would be i i don't have it i've never got it but I, I don't think it would be that expensive and that difficult to get. Um, and, you know, the, the, the world out there has changed because I've been riding in the desert a long time since the 1970s. And in the old days, you, didn't, you never even saw anybody out there, much less had a chance of hitting them. And uh, maybe if you hit somebody, it was usually both people's fault. You take home your problem. So, so lately, there's problems where obviously... It's more one person's fault than the other. And so how do you handle that? And I'm not sure what the answer is. But uh, mandatory training would be a great thing. I think it would reduce accidents. And, you know, people in government agencies, they they look at statistics. They go, oh, well, how many accidents were uh, fatal? How many accidents were... um, an injury, how many were just property damage? Well, if we had everybody out there got trained, accidents would go down, and we, we wouldn't even know about the, the accidents that never happened. So it's hard to quantify the good of, of this training, but I think it would be worth it. I'm, I ride a motorcycle usually in the desert, and I'm afraid of hitting the side-by-side. I go on trails where I'm less likely to find one. I'm afraid to ride in those sand washes where they'll come around a corner fast and hit me head on. Which is half of Ocotillo Wells. There's a lot of, lot of cool washes out there. And um, I have gone in washes and I tiptoe through the blind corners. Mm-hmm. And a couple of times there was a guy right there. And if I had gone my real speed, it could have been ugly. I mean, it's, and that it's guy wasn't big tiptoeing. Bear. That's Hungry Valley. That's that's you no know, Big Bear. You know, you mentioned Big Bear, and Big Bear is a big forest. There's a lot of routes in Big Bear, and there's really not very many green sticker routes up there that you can take a side by side on. Now, that being said, there are side by sides all over that mountain, and I'm personally glad I'm not responsible for law enforcement up there because that would be a huge headache. Yeah. You don't have enough money, enough resources, enough staff to cover. And you know there's problems like crazy out there. And that was one of the issues that was talked about. I know this weekend State Parks was going to be up at, uh, uh, gosh, where was it? Wilbur, I think. Um, uh, I forget which OHV that they were going to be at. But because the side-by-sides, the green stickers, they they feel like they're actual vehicles. Um, they think that they're actual vehicles. They don't consider it a green sticker. They don't consider it um, no, you know, an can, OHV. They think it's a dirt road. They can go anywhere. They, yes, You're exactly. in the forest. It's a dirt road. I can drive my... My ATV, my dirt bike, my side by side, 
In fact, two weeks ago, I went for a ride and I ran into a couple of guys on dirt bikes on a street legal dirt road. And they, they were afraid to go on the pavement, but they thought they were perfectly fine on the dirt road. And they weren't. This was in um, the, the very south side of the San Bernardino National Forest. So there's a mindset. And, and that's another thing. that's education and law enforcement having enough money to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a separate problem. Yeah, but if you're charging not millions of dollars, five, ten dollars, mm-hmm. look how many off-roaders are out there. How many motorcycles? You don't think that income couldn't take care of that cost? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that would be enough. Well, you don't be, know because you haven't really you know crunched the numbers. But I mean, law how many off-roaders are how, very expensive? But they, how, no, I'm not talking about law enforcement. Well. I am talking I mean, about you, law enforcement. You, you yeah. said law enforcement. And yeah. I've, I've reviewed grants for the law enforcement mm-hmm. people. And it takes a lot of money to have a law enforcement guy on the staff training with equipment. Like their motorcycle or ATV costs 50% more than the same one I would get because they put all that stuff on it. Right? All the, the blue lights. Yeah, but and aren't the they already out the, there with those, those pieces of equipment? Well, they have them. But you were saying, well, we need more Mm-mm. to cover all these other places. And we'll I use did. the money from... Well, the, I didn't really say more. I didn't say more. It's just that when you well, already have the law enforcement out there that, that we have, we have, would you say ample or not? No. Um, no they are not. they are lacking in agents. So they have actually the equipment that Ed's talking about. And that's one of the, the things. People. They don't have the people to actually operate them. Right. They don't have properly okay. trained vehicles. See, now that makes, to, now to that makes sense. Them. But the problem is the way our country has treated our law enforcement. They're going to play, you know what, to try to get people to sign up. It's yeah. it's hard to get people. That's, for that, would you be a cop for for sixty thousand a year? I I have asked uh, several uh, agency managers, what are your biggest challenges with with your job? And they say, we, we have problems getting law enforcement people. Right. That's a big problem for them. Yeah. Stopping. So this. And how long ago did you ask that question? Because I'm sure it wasn't over the last six weeks. I've done it over the years. Right. But it's a consistent problem. Central BLM Mm -hmm. has a chronic problem. Akutia Wells has a Mm -hmm. chronic problem. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure every other place. Yeah. Which state parks, they actually have more staff at at the state parks than Mm -hmm. they have in Bureau of Land Management or Forest Service. Forest Service has way more acreage and Bureau of Land Management has... You know, times that by a thousand, um, and right. and then you know you've got state parks over here right. where they've got you know, and let's let's just call Ocotee Wells ninety thousand acres. I think it's eighty three. Like, I have something like that. Just below eighty. Um, yeah. So it so let you know okay, eighty thousand acres. So they have what fifteen staff that run that eighty thousand acres, and then you look over here at the Bureau of Land Management and the Bureau of Land Management who has what what in I think it's like 1.5 million acres in southern that that they have in in the two just just I think well, El, El Centro, Centro and Palm Springs. Acres. Palm Springs has 1.2 or 1.7. Yeah, so but just between those two agencies, you have you know three million acres of land in between El Centro and Palm Springs, and you're looking at what does El Centro have? Eleven staff, fifteen. <sighs> 15 staff max you know what does palm springs have that's a great point because akutia wells has like 30 staff for just eighty thousand, and then you're looking at at, you know you've got two million acres over here that has 30 different parts and they they get a lot of um they get a lot of seasons well they all get the desert places get seasonal staff and akutia wells ones are usually the um the lifeguards come out in the winter Mm -hmm. Um, they can't get lifeguards 
Well, they, that's yeah. another. But the ones that they have, there's not a lot to do in December and right. November, so they can go to the desert. Right. Yeah. And the Bureau of Land Management, they will borrow people from uh, frozen offices like yeah. Montana. But if they Idaho. wanted to do it, they could make it happen with a snap of a finger. You know it, and well, I know it. Right. Just getting the right funding from the top down. You know the the so, right, the congressmen have pressure to have taxes low and uh, mm-hmm. like this and that. And then the agencies are like, we need more okay. people. So this is constant. How much fighting. money do we waste? A lot. So, like, if well, you were in charge, Ed, let's say you were in charge of finances of the state of California, how many billions do you think we could save by getting rid of a lot of these programs, like checking, you know, the sex oh, life of a slimy water. snail? You're making my yeah. mouth water. One we of the things we talked about funding when we were on site. I don't know if we need to take a quick break or not, but we talked about funding yeah, while. Yeah, we'll take a break when we come back. Okay. Let's talk about funding on SDRIC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDRIC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The answer. San Diego Off-Road Coalition. We forgot to mention that is or San Diego Off Road San Diego Off Road Magazine. SSORM.com, SSORM.com. Don't listen to us, just subscribe, like, and you know, send pictures and stories and items you want to sell, you'll be totally thrilled. Yeah, I gotta get my um event calendar over to her. Yeah. We just uh uh upgraded oh, it. I wanna just do wanna a talk huge, about K and J first. Uh, Okay, go ahead. K&J, termite and pest control. If you got bugs, I seen one in my house. They need to come out to your house over 46 years, 45 years of service. They're family-owned and operated. They'll come out. They'll put you on a program. They'll keep you bug-free. 619-441-7378. When you call them, thank them for sponsoring S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. Okay, go ahead. And the Lost Lizard. She's buying the kids' prizes right now. Cool. Yeah, she got the first delivery this week for the for Lost the Lizard kids for the kids' bucket, bags. Yep. Uh, bucket drop yeah. raffle. So, Thank anywho. You, Pam and Kelly. <laughs> so, the government um, is stealing our money. That's yeah. That's good to know. So, one of the things that um, I learned about when I first came on to SCRC was um, in 2010, uh, the government needed a bailout. We had a severe uh, deficiency in our state budget, the actual general fund for the state of California. Um, we couldn't pay our bills. We the government was going to shut down whole nine yards. And oh, guess guess who came to the rescue? Guess guess whose bank account solved everything? Well, you didn't volunteer. Was, was the off roader? Oh no, we definitely did not volunteer no, for didn't. that. They, they just said, they, "Hey, look just, at all the money just, over here." Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They're not looking. Let's take it. Do, and, do you remember when they found fifty three million dollars in state parks? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the older people rec- remember that. Oh yeah. So most of that money was off-road vehicle money that was already designated for a project. And it was sitting in the bank. And they used that as an excuse to raise bloody murder, bloody hell. And Ruth Coleman was the head of state parks. And she got the axe because of that. And Daphne Green, who was the head of OHV Division of State Parks, she also got the axe. And they really did nothing wrong. Just, yeah, yeah but you like know what? They I'll, found money. Heads had to roll. I'll tell you how easy it is. In 1972, I lived in Davis, California. The mayor and the news editor decided they liked go-kart racing. So they said, we should build a go-kart. Well, where are you going to get the money? Well, we'll get it from the off-road vehicle fund. So they put in a request for $30,000 back in 72 
and we built a half mile road course with a tower and <clears throat> bathrooms and gar- with the off-road vehicle fund money. Now, the off-road vehicle fund money, known as Audrey and Ed, found out about it, and they're going, what the hell? I don't go-karts, see any dirt here. Well, no, go-karts <laughs> don't put money into the off-road vehicle fund. And the response from Davis, California was neener, neener, neener. And we kept our track. We didn't have to pay it back. And they just moved on. So it's really easy to pull money out of that program if you know how to write a, a, a proper grant. Yeah. The, the grant program has tightened up quite a bit. Yeah, probably because of us. <laughs> probably because of you guys. Yeah. Actually, a lot of nonprofits are not getting grants because it's so Because difficult. of people that. Yeah. And they did people it deliberately. Like they did. They knew what they were doing was wrong and they laughed about it. See, and that just, and that bothered me when we, so, when they did it, it bothers me to this day. I yeah. forget the woman's name, but she was a, a state senator in Simi Valley. And she ran the bill to take our money. It was $830,000 a month, every month. And it's been going on since 2011 or thereabouts. Yeah, when the state the had a terrible budget problem. And no one's really gone after fixing it. And we've, we've discussed it. And our de- deceased lobbyist was working on a, a, like a longer plan. Like She says, oh, we can't fix this in a year. We need to set the stage. We need to... Or do groundwork ahead of time. So like it was tell a three to five year plan to have so, it. So stopped. she had a plan, and we started that a year ago, See, year I and a half ago with Kathy. Lynch. I'd be going to Sacramento and saying, "Give you know, me well, we back were, my money." We did once or twice, you, but you, you got to muddy the water. Yeah, you got to be very. Uh, poli- it's a, pol- a political game. But it's game. We're not it's, in charge. You we can't, can't just go in there and and kick butt and take names. I you wish, gotta do this with I wish some things were. That's Just, how Ed Waldheim back in the day, okay. he would be the loud and proud. No, this is my taxes. You are not doing that with my tax money. And so, you Just know. Don't I, invite me to Sacramento. I try. Dave, you are our new Ed Waldheim. Well, you we're, need we're you to keep be loud you and proud. In a cage with a leash. <laughs> and we're going to open it at just the right time in front of just the right office. If you bring me up there, we're going to plug trust our me. ears and. Because somebody devil. needs to say this. Somebody well, needs. To- you want to talk about enforcement? You want to talk about who can pay our bills? You want to talk about how we can pay for this so that well, we get the education out there, so that we get the side by side people, and we, we save can. lives. But and give people- me back my money, and we can do exactly. it. Exactly. I want my ten mil a year back. If you pay me back what you've taken for the last uh, twelve, okay. eleven years, eleven years right now times ten mil. Um, well, it's just over ten mil. Uh, you know that gives me plenty of money to set up what I need to do the to create an infrastructure to run and and have the proper educational training. Because you know I went back and forth with what I said on Tuesday. I want each whether it's the Forest Service, whether right. you're in Bureau of Land Management, whether you're in state parks. If you ha- don't have experience and you just bought that side-by-side, you should be able to sign up for a class in the Forest Service at Corral right. Canyon and have them come out and have a trainer that's that's re- legally responsible, provided by the state from a state-mandated class that has to be provided to you so that you know how to operate that vehicle in a safe manner. And I think that we have the funds available to do so if they stop pulling from it. So I found out on Tuesday how they are taking that $10 million out of our account, which I did not know. Um, um, is through our lovely gas tax. Imagine that. So part of our fees, when you go out and you go off-roading, you fill up your side-by-side, you fill up your 10 extra gallons and your five-gallon things, there's supposed to be a portion of that money 
portion of the gas tax that is supposed to go to the off-highway vehicle uh, fund. And, and it's supposed to be set aside for, for off-highway recreational use um, and pay us. Well, what they're doing is prior to that money even making it into the OHV trust fund, if they take it out of the OHV trust fund, they are legally responsible to pay it back. That was part of the legislation that got written into place. Well, they're pulling it prior to it ever making it in. The gas tax is not making its way into the actual OHV trust fund. It's just going straight into the general fund. And that's how, you know, what was supposed to be a two-year bailout in 2010 and was supposed to stop within two years to get, you know, the general fund back into uh, being... Fiscal solvency. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Fiscal solvency, yes, back into being... uh, uh, not a deficit, but having enough uh, money. Yeah, being being Our over budget state is not allowed I'm blanking to out work on what the word is in right a now. deficit. So no. like the federal so, government is allowed. So who is r- doing this? What department? Do you know? Because here's my point. And yes, uh, I'll probably department get audited. Finance. The FBI will come to my house. The tax guys will come to my house. But <laughs> I would like to your get dogs. your armed eighty-seven thousand. I would like to get well educated on this topic. And then do a KUSI segment. Yeah. And it's, get the word out there and then reach out to the people that are doing this, that are diverting the money without taking it to the off-road vehicle fund and who's diverting it. Contact them for an interview. That way I've got them on record that they refuse to do it. And then go <laughs> and go because, you know, they're not going to go on TV well, and talk about it. What are no. you crazy? No, they won't. And then that way go on TV and do a segment. You know, do I do a segment? Yeah, and get KOSI to run it in the morning and the evening. I mean, we need we need it. There have well, been because so if nobody many accidents. Kn- if you didn't know, I had no idea. And I, you didn't know. I didn't know how they did it. I, I had no idea. I knew it was through. Show you how crooked the bill, the state of California. And if you don't think they don't have billions of dollars in surplus you're crazy they do right now which is well yeah it's completely outrageous that they're still taking just over our 10 mil out each year um when we have when they're operating at such a surplus right now that's the word i was looking for more than the gross national product of the 50 smallest countries oh my goodness i'm just so, so you, you know, can't Dave, tell me we don't have the money to pay for it. We just have to figure out how to do it. And if you can have a hunter's license and you can have a boater's license and you can have a fisherman's license, I'm really sorry, people, but we have to have an off. I want a mandatory wheeling license. You can't tell me I'm arrogant. I'm competitive. You can't tell me if you go out and you've got a sticker and you say, oh, you know how to ride a three-wheeler. You know how to ride a quad. You know how to ride a side-by-side. You've been in a buggy in a sand car. You know, and then, and then on top of that you could have the environmental aspect of it too i know how to drive in the sand i know how to drive uh, in the mud i know how to drive in the snow i know how to drive in the rain come on pull my card out i bet me my card proves it right right? my each of my tags each of my stamps proves it that shows i have the skills and abilities to back my mouth because believe me i can i can write that check and cash it too okay i don't care i want my money back (laughs) i don't care put the stickers where the sun don't shine I want my money. Yeah. It's my money. It's my money. It's, and wait, why can't that a, I? Isn't that a commercial? I want my money and I want it We've been talking now. about getting a lobbyist, and I would like to have a lobbyist involved with doing this segment oh, that I, you're talking oh, oh, about. Oh, oh, like yeah. to have a bigger plan. On, yeah. Oh, if, with we, do it, if we, like we do it. If we do it. a lot of pieces that are all Ruff put Catherine together. Ridge. Yeah. 
And Music we, has started. Direct, Become a member of SDORC. www.sdorc.org. $25 helps us pay for the attorneys, helps us pay for the lobbyists, helps us pay for the radio show to keep you informed. Right. Let, give us your opinion. We need to hear from That's you. That's right, not Info just me. at sdorc.org. I want your opinions. I need your feedback. We want to hear. All right, don't touch your dial. If you want to learn about homeschooling, I got two experts in the house. Yak Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.